In late April of 2003, a convoy of white vans parked on a quiet forest road in Japan. The sight began to unnerve the locals. It didn't help that the group seemed to belong to a kind of cult. Its members dressed head to toe in white, bright white. Wearing white surgical masks and long headscarves, they draped white cloth over nearby trees and road signs, intent on covering up much of the natural environment. Their leader never left her van. When locals couldn't get them to move their vehicles, they called the police. It turned out they were members of Panawave Laboratory, the scientific arm of a cult called Chino Shoho. They told police they were simply following orders, protecting their leader from dangerous electromagnetic waves and preparing for the end of the world. There's a new class of blockbuster drugs. Drugs like Ozempic. They're changing bodies. And all of a sudden, just the weight starts falling off. Fortunes. It just got too expensive. They're just bank breakers. And industries. There was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of skepticism. The impact of these drugs from business to health is just beginning. From the journal, Trillion Dollar Shot. Find it in the journal feed wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Richardson, and this is Cults, a ParCast original. This is our 10th episode in our daily series on the strange prophecies made by different cults and their leaders. Throughout this month, we're taking a daily look at the myriad of apocalyptic predictions to try and uncover what makes these revelations so appealing. I'm here with my co-host, Greg Polson. Hi, everyone. Today, we're taking a look at Panawave Laboratory a cult founded by 69-year-old former English teacher Yuko Chino. The group attracted worldwide attention in the spring of 2003 for its odd beliefs and prediction that the apocalypse would occur on May 15th of that year. In 2003, police were called to the site of a forest road in Gifu Prefecture, Japan. There, they encountered a group of about 50 people living in vans, either painted white or draped with white cloth. Their 69-year-old leader, Yuko Chino, was supposedly dying of cancer. Yuko Chino had been brought up as a Christian, but the cult she formed in 1977, Chino Shoho, combined elements of the Bible, Hinduism, Buddhism, New Age philosophies, and science fiction. One of her claims was that she often spoke with the dead, which included, in no particular order, Pope John Paul II, Audrey Hepburn, and even the mythological character Zeus. At some point in the 1980s, Yuko became preoccupied with the Cold War. In her view, the Soviets were a force of evil. Eventually, she believed that the Russians wanted to harm her personally using electromagnetic waves. When she fell ill with cancer in the early 1990s, it seemed to her followers as if she were right. At her urging, a separate group splintered off from Chino Shoho to study these harmful waves and to learn how to protect their leader from them. They called themselves Pana Wave Laboratory, or PWL. Yuko also believed that Russia was trying to control something called a scalar wave, a powerful wave of pure radiation that might be capable of triggering earthquakes and massive climate change. The 50 or so members of PWL decided that the color white was their only real protection from these harmful waves. 
They covered themselves in white masks and clothing and painted their vans white as well. They traveled around Japan in a caravan, searching for a safe place for Yuko to live, away from telephone and electricity poles. In late winter of 2002, they parked on a mountain road in Fukui Prefecture. Around this time, Yuko began to prophesy about the end of the world. She told her followers that a planet called Nibiru would come too close to Earth, and on May 15, 2003, its proximity would reverse Earth's magnetic poles. The result would be cataclysmic. Earthquakes, tidal waves, the works. The human race would be wiped out. In the spring of 2003, the members began to prepare for the end, while local residents, spooked by the all-white group, called the police. They were concerned that PWL was another doomsday cult intent on causing harm, much like Aum Shinrikyo did in March of 1995. That cult sent off sarin gas in the Tokyo subway, killing at least 12 people and injuring thousands of others. Because of this terrible event burned into collective memory, police were not going to take any chances. On May 14th, the day before the purported apocalypse, 300 investigators raided the group's 12 facilities. The only evidence of illegal activity they could dig up was that the group had falsely registered three vehicles. They were forced to leave PLWB. The next day, May 15th, came and went without incident. There was a small earthquake that week in Tokyo, but not the cataclysmic event Yugo had predicted. She was quick to give another date for the end of the world, May 22nd, but nothing happened then either. Eventually, the media stopped paying attention. But for the next few years, she continued to predict the end of the world in increasingly bizarre ways. Eventually, she was convinced that the Earth would be collateral damage in a U.S. or Russian space experiment gone wrong. When she died in October of 2006, the 72-year-old was supposedly in contact with extraterrestrial beings. Yuko Chino hoped the aliens would rescue her followers and take them into outer space before the end finally came. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to examine the predictions of another cult. You can catch our other episodes of Cults for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>